Poundtown Podcast, Will Burge, Brian Kenny, clock is in the building. Nick is here as well. Very special guest tonight. Um, the man, the myth, the legend, the man with the best hairline at Barstool Sports. Oh, wow. I'll put my, I'll put my money on that any day. It's Jeff D. Lowe. How you doing, buddy? Uh, not bad. Not bad. How are you guys? Thanks for thanks for tossing me on here with a couple weeks to go before football. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm excited for it. We're going to do a draft tonight. Before we get to that, though, I did have some things I wanted to run by you. Um, we are still learning about the inner workings of the Barstool culture, right? And I'll get to like how you got to Barstool um, in a little bit, but I just wanted to kind of clue you in on what we've been going through because that's what it's really all about, right? Is us bitching for an hour twice a week. (laughs) (laughs) So we, uh, nobody knew we even fucking existed. And I got to give you a shout out because you literally, you and Dante were the first two to show any support to what we were doing. You've supported a shit ton. We truly appreciate that, honestly. Um, Nobody even knew who we were. Literally up until like this week, still some of the most important people at the company had zero clue who we were. I mean, Gaz was like, I com-, he just told me, straight, I completely forgot I heard you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's, uh, yeah, yeah. That's not even a knock on Gaz. Like Gaz yeah. hires a thousand fucking people, but that exactly. sounds about right. Yeah. Well, especially when Dave just like threw me at him and was like, Hey, this guy's getting hired for Cleveland. He was just like, all right, whatever. He pushes it through. We try to throw a golf outing, which throws everything in the haywire because then rig starts getting messages the event staff starts getting messages. They're like, what the fuck is this happening in Cleveland? Um, I got a, a <laughs> Look at that smile. Yeah, Gaz <laughs> gave me a stern talking to about it. It was all right. But I, we, the best part about it was we got a little meeting out of it. Gaz knows we exist. That's Sometimes great. that helps. Sometimes it's it's good to do something, I guess, wrong. I don't know if wrong is the right word, but that's sometimes the best way to do it. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Because now at least... I'm always a big, like, ask for forgiveness, not for permission guy, right? So whatever. We're just going to try to run a golf outing and see what the fuck happened. Um, so at least he knows that we exist. But now it's like a be careful what you wish for situation. Because I have to re- – no one has ever paid attention to anything that we've done on social media at all. Maybe Derek. Derek might be going, hey, that, take that down. That's stupid, right? We got. I get an email on the way here. How, how, how much interaction have we had with HQ? Like zero, right? Eh, nah, not not as much as John you Rich. Think. Yeah, closest. Yeah, John Rich. Probably. John Rich. Yeah. Uh, I won't say who, but someone in social sends me an email and goes, "Hey, just checking in. What's up with the low output this past week? We're aiming there for X go. amount of posts per day. Nobody even knew we fucking existed no until this week. What? <laughs> That's it. I mean that that it's very true. It's it's one of those things. It's it's that you want to be on the radar once you're on the radar. Yeah. It's there's. I mean, it's just kind of it. Like game on. It's fucking game on at that point. I mean, yeah, I'm, we're excited about that, though, right? I mean, we've had this. Oh, no, yeah. yeah not to I mean, brag. sports gambling legal on the radar. soon. I don't know oh, why. Yeah. I still don't really know why it's January 1st. Because um, it's Ohio, isn't it, Jeff. Isn't it legal, technically? Like, well, yes, but they don't have the infrastructure in place because they're the only state in the union where it takes nine months to do to launch a website, essentially, a portal. <laughs> just in time for that. week 16. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> yeah. Just, just so they lose all the gambling money to these, the states directly bordering us, you know. But that's fucking Ohio, so whatever. But you came over here. Uh, you came to Barstool. Were you at Good Morning America directly before you came to Barstool? Um, I I graduated from Penn State in 2013, and then I took a year off after college, lived at home, um, and then worked for Major League Baseball for six months. Got fired for a wild reason that lives on the internet somewhere. Crazy reason. <laughs> uh, fuck fuck Jorge Soler. That's all. Oh, wait, oh, that's a fucking name. Yeah, why don't you yeah. tell, tell us that? <laughs> it's not his reason. fault. It's not his fault. Um, got fired from that job, but I was interviewing for Good Morning America. Then I worked for Good Morning America from 2014, September through December 2017. But I'd started Lights, Camera, Barstool, our movie pod here. 
Lights Camera Pod back in the day, uh, August 2017, and then quit to do that full time, knowing that I did want to come to Barstool. One of our co-hosts at the time, Trill Ballins, an internet legend. He uh, very good friends with Big Cat Trill, uh, PFT, and uh, he was still with us at that time on our pod. And then we got picked up in um, like April of 2018, and I've been here since. And now I do the trivia, the dozen, which that started in the pandemic. So I, I have two shows, sort of. They're the reality show too. My my main two projects would be that. So yeah, it's been a wild journey. You, the dozen's a monster now, man. It's fun. It's a lot of work, but yeah, I hope people keep liking it. I don't know. People keep saying that. You're like, it's huge, but it, it's got to get bigger. This is a big year for us. We have our first. We have our first uh, first matches slash tournament in in early October. We haven't. We're not able to announce it yet, but I think people have kind of picked up on where it'll be. It's going to be in the Northeast, but I'm excited. I'm 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 pumped. I used to I used to do a lot of brown stuff on the side. Then I realized I'm like I don't have any fucking hobbies anymore. Like I think everything <laughs> I has a hobby I fucking do is a job. And I'm like I'm now not like when I first started blogging the Browns was the 2018 season. So that was our, my first season here, and so that was the Baker rookie year. And even like when they were losing off the top, it was still kind of fun. But so like I get blogged at a bunch, blogged at a bunch the next season, which was not fun. And I gave up halfway through. I was like, fuck this. This stinks. <laughs> Like, this is not fun. Like, a year of expectations, like, doing these stupid fucking preview blogs blows. And then I did it a little bit. I did it for the 2020 season. Um, And then last year, I didn't even stop because they started, like, not playing well. I was like, I just, just this sucks. It's like, fuck this. Like, I'm not waking up on Sunday morning writing this. Like, I, like that's, like, the last thing you want to say to the company. Like, I don't feel like writing the blog. But, like, I, at that point, I was, like, doing enough things. I'm like, the dozen, I got all, like, it's all over during the week. I got all this other shit. Like, if the crazy Browns thing happened, I'll blog it. So now I'm like, all right, let, let the Browns and the Cavs and, and the Guardians and shit be, like, my thing on the side I can, like, enjoy. It, it's crazy because the Browns literally ran me out of the media. Like, well, other things ran me out of the media too, but the, 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 Browns, the Browns literally were the thing that I, they killed my love for. I did pregame shows for three different publications and wrote for Bleacher Report for a couple of years. And I had to watch every single minute, every single game, write about every single one, do three hour host, three hour pregame shows for teams that were like two and 11 in yeah. the dead of winter. And it was like, what the fuck am I doing with my life? That like, sucks. I've, I tell you, you know, Jeff, you've how many times have you been to Cleveland? Uh, more than I can count. Okay. I, I mean, my dad, I wasn't born there. My dad from Aurora for context. That's why I am a Cleveland sports fan. Well, I was going to ask go. why you joined this hell cult of a fan base. That is, yeah, uh, just, it would have been, that'd be that'd be my my late father. Yeah, <laughs> the awful decision on his part to do that to me. But and my mother and my sister don't give a fuck. Yeah, <laughs> they could not care less. They, good, they yeah, they, they tr- truly my mom only I was born in Connecticut. So my mom loves UConn basketball. That is it. She does not give a shit about the Browns. I and I thought since my dad passed back in February, I thought since then he she would like maybe try to take up like the torch of it. Um, And she knows a little bit about what's going on with the Browns and like knows like the Watts and stuff. And I was like, look, like I don't. Like we want to go sprinkle my dad's ashes in Lake Erie. Like I don't really like. I don't really want to fucking go do that for like Jacoby Brissett. No offense to him. <laughs> not that, that Deshaun Watson's the stand-up person to do that for. But like I'd rather go to a game that like is worth 
going out yeah. there for. Yeah. So yeah, it's nah. So now I'm like I'm like the lone torchbearer in the family now for this shit because I she just truly will not care. Like I she lived through the drive, the fumble, all this other bullshit. She if she's done that and has not cared, she truly doesn't care now. So yeah, it'll never happen. And, but here's the thing though: now you you can't even do it this year now because if you went, came and tried to spread the ashes after week 11, the whole lake's going to be frozen. You well, now the other thing too, I out. a good enough son. I'm like, we will not go after, I think I said like middle October and looking at the schedule. I'm like, mom, we have like a window of like five games. And I was thinking like, do I want to take him to Cleveland on, on, on Halloween night? And then now it doesn't even matter. So it's like, yeah, though. I don't know. Like I, I wavered a little bit the other day. I was like, people are, we're doing that stupid thing where we talk ourselves and like, can like, can Jacoby be good enough because the team is so talented? But I'm like, what am I doing here? I'm like, what, just <laughs> fucking wait a year. Just do it next year, whatever. Like, don't just watch, watch from Hoboken. Watch the, like do that whole rigmarole next year on like week one, opening week. So what you're saying is, when they start off three and zero, you're going to be out here at a game with me. I would, I would think about that. That I could do a last second thing. I do like. I think the home opener is. I mean, it's not even crazy. I think it's the most fun game to go to in the season. The Browns games that I've been to in Cleveland, I've been the many. I've been home openers. The last, I've not been in ten years now. Last one was uh, 2012, Week One. Brandon Weeden versus Mike Vick. They combined for like eight interceptions. Wow, I was <laughs> at that game. one too. Former <laughs> backfield contestant Clay Harbor had the game-winning touchdown for the Eagles in the back of the end zone. <laughs> oh shit, um, crazy! That was the game in trivia. Yeah, right, right already. Yeah, um, I I remember more bullshit Browns thing. That was a game Trent Richardson. <laughs> Uh, truck stick Kurt Coleman's helmet off. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> even though, even though, like, his helmet wasn't strapped on anyway. So, like, it really wasn't that. And then we all thought he was the next greatest thing. It is, um, by the way, we're all fucked in this generic ass Browns yeah, draft. He set us up for failure that. here. You know that, right? He's, he shot us the topics here and he has like every Browns moment from the last 25 years already embedded in his head. And I'm sitting at my house. I did the pregame shows for this and I'm like, who was that white linebacker that one year? <laughs> this this list of best game is so sad. <laughs> it is so fucking sad. Well, like, I went heavy on the moment. I went heavy on moments because there's plenty of moments, not many games. It, it is yeah. There's I have a, I have a handful of plays. The list of average player is long, mediocre. That's a long list of players. That was the hardest list for me. Yeah. You're it, picking from everyone. Yeah, everyone, like, everybody. Yeah. like I almost want to be like, can I just say like I'll pick three average guys? Like, because <laughs> the the great list is short, very short, obviously, very short. Yeah, but the game list, man, I was going through the game list. That's some. That is a like, if you were to do this with like a Patriots fan listening, or even some, even like a don't even like fucking a let's say a Bengals fan who like made the playoffs a couple times, made the Super Bowl. They'd be like, are you shitting me? You're picking that game? <laughs> yeah. Like, what is that game? Who remembers that? It's like, that's all we got. <laughs> there may be more than one, but we do have a diehard Patriots fan that listens to this podcast and yeah. is like ridiculously dedicated to Barstool Cleveland. And he just fucking laughs at us all the time. It's just like pointing and laughing. I, I feel like we're being backhanded like to backhand compliments. Like, you guys are doing so well. It's like, you know, tapping the kid on the top of the head. And then like, he's like, go Red Sox. I'm like, what yeah. the fuck you doing? Bro? My best memory <laughs> at First Energy was watching Colt McCoy beat the fucking Dolphins. <laughs> That's like the best game that I've ever been present for. It's embarrassing. <laughs> it's I just, and even like, I'll tell you what, when, when you're picking out best plays for your team 
and like you have a list of 20 and half of them are from a loss that's just yeah. <laughs> that's just bad that's not, I, mean, I, have, I have one i i only have one on here in a loss in my list but i was looking through i'm trying to remember like certain plays I'm like oh that was a good run i'm like oh they didn't win that game that wasn't a win yeah it's uh, it's not fun not fun well, I guess there's no better lead into this super exciting draft that we've put together than the, uh, the Brown <laughs> season preview draft with Jeff D. Lowe up at HQ. Nick, I'm going to need you to take down the draft picks. Are you able to do that for me? Yeah, I can take them. We're also going to combine Nick and Clock together. Team Click will be picking. Um, how, how should we decide the draft or jump? Usually we do it by uh, shit, right? Yeah, yeah. By the last person who took a shit. Very, very highbrow here at Barstool Cleveland. Well, um, I, so, I know what time I did. That's we can we can roll off right, that. Let's roll that, with that. Why change it now? Yeah. All right. So Jeff, when was the last time you did? Uh, I was this morning. Uh, I was about I will say eleven a.m. Wow. This is this is there's a poopy crowd yeah, here. We're, we're, guy, a, we're yeah. a shitty couple guys. Yeah. So. Exactly. So I take a lot of dumps uh, today. <laughs> I, I think I had more cheese in my diet yesterday, so it just slowed things down. I've only taken one. It was at one thirty. Oh, okay. I might get the first pick here. Mine was around 4 o'clock. Mine was 4 o'clock, too. But, so I guess wow. tiebreaker would be It's a dump off. It's a dump off. Oh, shit. When did I he never shits. Down? No, he never shits. Uh, I think... Uh, you, you got first. Go ahead, Will. <laughs> I... I, I I don't even think I shit today. I Jesus literally, <laughs> you're the most unhealthy person. I literally you need more fiber, man. No, wait, no, fiber. No. I shit at like ten thirty. Okay, that was right. that so was that would go. Uh, me, Brian. No, it's you, us. I was it, the farthest back. He was you second. Just, yeah, you just and call then him up. Brian. Yeah, okay. And the rules are here. What do, yeah, what do we have to select from here, Jeff? We have to do favorite Browns player. Good so player. favorite, we'll say favorite, like great. We'll say okay. Like I feel like I feel like we should define a little Elite. better, just to like when you like put it out. Great player. Let's All say. right, perfect. That and works. then average player. No average Pro mediocre. No Pro Bowls there. Yeah, I'd, I'd say no. I'd say no Pro Bowl should be the qualifier. Which I want to leave. Yeah, fucking hard either. It's like <laughs> mm-hmm. I want to leave because here we when we do drafts we leave them very ambiguous. I'd like to leave here. bad player, favorite bad player, up to interpretation. Like yeah, I, no, I agree with that because okay, I good. there's a couple on there's there's one guy in particular on here I may not take him who. Actually, I don't want to give it away, but I'll I'll explain it at some point. And then play, <laughs> and then game. Play can be moment too. Yeah, yeah, yeah for yeah, sure. Yeah, whatever, for sure, yeah, for sure. Okay, so you got to select one of each of those. Um, I have the first pick in the draft for the first time, which I'm pretty fucking excited about. So I'm going to start off because there's so few of them. I have to go with great player. I'm going to go with a guy who grew on me throughout his career and was someone I was completely indifferent on through most of it because I covered most of it until he started showing his personality, and now he's a fucking legend. It's Joe Thomas. Joe Thomas is getting the number one pick in the greats. Yep. How did you not like Joe Thomas or love Joe Thomas immediately? Well, because I don't really give a fuck about linemen. I'm going to be honest with you. Fuck and, you. And I am also, it, Brian accused me of being reverse racist against white people all the time. And there may be some truth to that, but he is, I, he's awesome. He's fantastic on air. And I, I like that he started to show his personality towards the end of his career. Uh, a game one of the 2009 first round uh, NBA playoffs. 2009, it'd be 2009, 2010. So LeBron's last playoffs against the Bulls played pretty well. I, we were leaving the parking garage, me and my two buddies and, and Joe Thomas just walked by and we were like, what's up, Joe Thomas? And then we like, we like pulled out of the parking garage. And we almost hit him. <laughs> like he, he, he must have. So he was bigger back at that time. Exit. Next, yeah, he was bigger at that time. So, yeah. um, all right. So who's got the second pick here? Uh, we do. All right. So team click is there um, talking into the microphones, trying to figure out what they're going to do. Team click. Yes. What do you, think we what do you take with your first pick here? Uh, I think we should go with that. It's up to you though. Oh, we're picking any of them. You can pick any of them. Uh, we need more. We need more synergy uh, on Team Click. We need. 
think we should win. We need you two to work together. One, two. Poor chemistry right, over so there. So we're going to go with uh, favorite game is going to be our first pick, and we're going to go with the playoff game versus Steelers. You pieces of shit. Okay. Right. I'm, now I'm glad you took it. I'm glad you took it because if because I, I think you have to take it. Exactly. But it feels wrong to pick a Browns playoff win. Just for one. This just you a have single to take playoff it. win. Like, you just had to take that. But I didn't want to have to take it. I'm glad someone yeah, I else got it. Right, exactly. I wanted it bad. It's the and most you glorious gotta, thing I've ever seen. All you got to say is playoff win. It's not like we have any other ones. It is the 1A pick for best game. But it's to me... The meat, like the other nonsense wins, just I don't know why. Like, I just feel like that's more on brand for me. So I'm glad you took it. I yep. feel you. I feel you. All right. So, third, who's, who's got the third pick here? Uh, I think it's uh, Ryan. Ryan, you got the third me. pick. Okay. Sorry, yeah, we're getting our guest the last pick. I like that. That's all right. I, I like that for this. It's good. Uh, for great player, I'm, I'm going my guy. I'm going Nick Chubb. Gotta have Nick Chubb, my favorite player to watch. I was going to take Joe Thomas if he was available, but uh, my number two was Chubb. And I think my other ones are weird enough where I can still probably get them. That was the thing. The strategy here was interesting to me because I either wanted a, I wanted to be first pick or I wanted to be third or fourth because I agree with you, Jeff. I didn't want to have to take the playoff win. Um, I wanted to take one of those two guys. It was either going to be Nick Chubb or, or Joe Thomas. Um, two guys that those are the two guys I absolutely wanted to have. Uh, I think from here it's going to be just fucking chaos because there is just it's just the wacky like you said, there's a million average players and I'm interested. I have eighteen see, guys listed for my average players. Wow. <laughs> I have like seven. I have like seven though. That's the five. most I have any of them. So all right. Um yeah, so Jeff's up to you, buddy. First Jeff, pick. First pick. Damn, that's okay. So this is tough. I'm gonna say I am gonna go. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go game. I'm gonna go game. Um and I'm gonna go back 20 years. I'm okay. gonna go week 17, week uh, 2002 against the Atlanta Falcons wow. when they when they run, run William run. run. Yeah, yeah, the run William run game. They didn't technically clinch a playoff spot in that game. Uh, I believe the Jets beat like yep. the fucking Packers later that night. Oh yeah. So that was why. But the the honestly, the run William run was great. But the goal line stand was just a unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. So, I mean, in, the goal line stand was amazing. I will say, though, so that 2002 season had a couple good ones. They had that crazy Tennessee game, Jets comeback. That was, I mean, the couple other things. I had a few 2007 games on my list, but one I don't think anyone's going to take. You're not supposed to. This is like Barcelona, Chicago. Etiquette. You're not supposed to like name other things. I don't think I was going to take this game. Week 15 at Denver the uh, in 2018 when they yeah, beat them on the Saturday Thursday night, night football. Game. The pepper sack. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, hell yeah. And, yeah. I have like a weird memory of that game because I was with my family at Disney. So I watched it on my phone oh, in go. line for I watched it on Splash Mountain and I watched it in line at Space Mountain. Jabril Preppers had, <laughs> had the sack and I was loading into the car on Space Mountain. Um, and I just <laughs> it's like they, they put the Browns on the in the hunt graphic when it was over. It had like there's like it, it had like a cool meaning. And I didn't get to in the game. They did not play well that game. Baker was awful, except yeah, for the really bad. The TD to Cowie. They had that Greg Owens that awful timeout. That was one. I was like, if you pick this, you are fucking pathetic. What a <laughs> lame ass game to pick for this. That's but yeah, I'm I watched that go. game at a wedding. There were like 30 people crowded around my phone. Nobody was paying attention to any of the dancing. <laughs> All of the women were pissed. 
I got so who texted me? Oh, uh, Barso coworker Fran texted me. Eagles fan just won the Super Bowl. It's like, what? Are you, don't give me your pity. She's like, congrats. And I'm like, I was like, thank you. But I'm like, look at this. Like, how much yeah. they pity us? Yeah, yeah. Us congrats on your fans. Thursday night. We're six, six seven and one. Quarterbacks winning Super Bowls, and you're like, getting excited about getting in the hunt graphic. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go back to I want to go back to that uh, that um, game against the Falcons though, real quick. I had season tickets at the time. I swore to myself I would never cover the Browns because I was way too emotionally attached. We were opposite end of the dog pound. It was snowing so badly in that game that you had to keep getting up and brushing your lap off. So the Ron William run was like away from us, and so was the goal line stand. But the second that game ended, the entire stadium started chanting J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Like, and oh, nobody would leave. So they were like putting previews up on the screen. And they're finally like, everybody's got to get the fuck out of the stadium. You can't stay. They're not playing the game for you all night. And the whole way out and the whole way to the car, the whole the whole city. Until the Cavs run, that was by far the best sporting event I'd ever been to in my entire I believe it. By far. It, was, it was cool. It was awesome. I remember we, for some reason, got that game in Connecticut. Um, so we were able to watch that because we we did not have Sunday ticket that season because we could not fuck the 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 way the dish was going to go. It got blocked by the trees. So <laughs> <laughs> which that that's a story for another time of how I found out Dwayne Rudd through his helmet. Um, oh and then God. I have play next, I guess. Right. All right. All right I'm yeah, going to take play, but I have the next pick. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, snake draft. Snake draft. I'm going to go. The other most fun game, and this is another pathetic ass one. Speaking of the Jets, it is that week three, 2018 against the Jets, Thursday night football. I'm going to take the Baker Philly special play Um, because that just felt I don't know. There was just there was a feeling with that play that you're like, uh, something's different here. Like, I don't know. There was just there was there was an energy when he caught that Joe Buck. Like, I'm a Joe Buck guy. It's like Joe Buck calling that play. You're like, wait a second. This feels like a legitimate NFL moment for the Browns right now. This is badass. And like, I, I love Baker. Um, wishing the best. He was not good last year, injury or not. He's an Austin guy like me. But uh, you know, it did didn't work out. But that play will always be memorable. There's a couple like sick plays I'm gonna leave up here, but I can mention them later. But the Baker Philly special was was pretty fucking cool. There was just something different about it. It, it was, it felt like finally they were a legit NFL team again. Even yeah. it was just like a moment. It was just a flash, but you finally felt like you were watching real NFL football again. It was great, but you're the first person I've ever heard say, I'm a Joe Buck guy. I've never heard that. I love Buck. Especially like locals, we fucking hate him because of that World Series and just how much he was yeah. uh, I mute baseball all over the Cubs. I don't love to listen to baseball on the road. Um, and so I mute it. So I basically muted the whole series because they basically played fucking road games with the Cubs fans. So I, I don't even know yeah, what he said in that shit. I've still never seen the last out of the 2016 World Series. So don't need to. Don't need to. Need to. Uh, Damn, right. Never saw Chris Bryan almost slip. Damn. That was the only hope we had. Brian, you're up next. Brian, right? Brian's up. Uh, so I'm going to get the play that I'm choosing is going to be the snap over Roethlisberger's head. Damn, damn. Uh, that, that was our, that was our number one. I yeah, just, I, I still can't get over the feeling of watching that sail over his head. Uh, actually, something good happened, and then like your your brain goes from this is going to be a fucking nightmare to oh shit, anything's actually possible right now. Yeah, it was amazing, and like I, I stood up and screamed at the TV in a way that I had not in a long time. It, it it's it's a good comparison to to compare that to the, the Chiefs game the next week because the Chiefs game the next week you're like mm, I don't think they have a chance like it's the fucking Chiefs it's Mahomes but then you had the slow classic Cleveland sports fake hope that that came in you know where they picked the, that that awful pass from Matt Moore was not Matt Moore um what's his Any, name Chad Henney to yes. Carl Joseph picked it off and you're like oh shit they could win but the Steelers won you're right it felt you're like oh no like. 
it turned it immediately. It wasn't a slow buildup for no hope. You're like, oh shit, they got a shot tonight. Something's again, something's different here. Yeah, that that play was nuts. Hell yeah, nuts. All right, team click. Oh, what do you want to go with here? Well, they did no communication. They had like we seven. Minutes <laughs> left. We got so many options. Uh, we already did a favorite game. Yeah, go ahead. Which one do you want to go with? Mm-hmm. I can go with one if you want. Terrible chemistry. Terrible. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, favorite bad player? We're going to pick Greg Little. Ooh, that's early, <laughs> early for Greg Little. <laughs> that's a shot to Greg Little's dick. I love that. That's hilarious. No, he wasn't even on my list. That's a that's a big oversight on my part. He should have absolutely been top five. Oh, I was so oh. excited when we got him, dude. I sold myself on him so hard. Watching him block, so, I think it was a Miami player where he drove him out of the back of the end zone into the ground. I'm like, you're gonna bring us a wide receiver that blocks like this? Fuck yes, hell yeah. It's so, UNC boy too. It's so typical of. Browns fans that talk themselves into a UNC football player being like, oh, this is our guy. <laughs> I told the story a couple weeks ago on the pod, uh, Jeff, that I knew that he wasn't going to make it when he actually was a roommate of one of my buddies here who runs a big club, and he showed back up with like 200 pairs of fake Jordans that he didn't know were fake, and he just got smoked <laughs> by something. <laughs> like, like, oh, no, this guy's not going to make it. Yo, he doesn't even have like... Would you say he has like a bad moment or a good like he has no moments? No, he has no moments. It was just bad. He would make like a good catch here and there where you're like, oh my god, he might be legit. And then besides that, yeah. no, not really. No, there was never a big moment in the game though ever. Um, and I actually had a company where we ran youth um, football camps for NFL players, and we did Greg Little's camp that year. That was. We did TJ Ward, Joe Hayden, and Greg Little. He had a fucking camp. He had a camp. And I got to tell you, he was the best. They were all good with the kids. He was the best with the kids. He was fucking awesome with them. He spent extra time. He signed everybody's autograph. He was actually in all the drills with them. Super great guy. Terrible NFL. Team. 2011, him and Josh Cribbs being the wide receivers one and two is the worst wide receiving core <laughs> the Dude, NFL has ever seen. He played all 48 games in his career in Cleveland, and he has no memorable moments at all. <laughs> I can't that's really think crazy. of anything. Huh? Yeah, that's wild. Getting drafted. That's the yeah, most memorable thing that happened. Uh, and then spending all his money on the, on a shiny car. And, and that, that was, was the Julio Jones draft where we, yeah. we traded back. We took Phil Taylor and then we took him. I think Owen Murray's <laughs> just a real haul. <laughs> uh, all right. So for my final or my pick in the second, second round, um, I was this, I wanted this one one way or the other. So I was either going to use it as a moment or as a game. I'm going to use it as game. So this will be my uh, my favorite game, um, and it's going to be uh, the Phil Dawson Stanchion field goal game ah, against, yeah. against uh, Baltimore. Fifty one yards. That's game, not moment. No, yeah, I'm going game in that one because that entire game was fucking awesome. Yeah, you remember no, we, we had that we had that we had the Dawson doing and good. Yeah, they they came <laughs> ro- roaring back at the end. They actually sent the Ravens into the locker room, had to pull them back out. And this is before replay. Yep. Yep. they pulled them back out, and they said yep. after discussion. Um, we're actually going to send it to overtime. Then he kicked the game winner in overtime as well. Phil Dawson, also one of my favorite players in the Browns of all time. That's going to be my favorite game. Really that should have been a little hint that that team was going to do something really shitty at the end of the year oh, because that was not a game that should have ever been close. No. Uh, Brodney Poole took back Kyle Bowler like 100 yards. And it was like oh, tw- yeah. they had like they went up like 21, maybe, maybe less than that. And you're like, oh, this game's in the bag. And it just wasn't like they base they basically lost. Uh, they got lucky that they. I mean, he made it, but they got lucky that they even overturned it. And then obviously a few weeks later, Derek Anderson threw what like fucking twenty picks in Cincinnati. I just remember I was pissed drunk with my buddies at uh, my buddy's mom's house, and we were so fucking furious that they came back in that game. Like the Baltimore comes roaring back. I was like angry drunk. You know what I mean? And then it instantly turned to jubilation when they overturned mm-hmm. and they kept showing it bouncing off the stanchion. I'm like, I don't even know what a 
fucking stitches. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. That game was so dumb, man. But they won, though, yeah. All right. So that's one. Yeah. So that was going to be the uh, my pick, first pick in the third round. Yeah, correct? Picked, huh? All right. Um, man, so I don't know. I actually am going to go here. I'm going to go mediocre player because there's so many of them. Um, and I'm going to go. I'm going to go William Green. William Green is my William favorite Green? mediocre player. Yep. Oh, he qualifies as mediocre. He was my number one choice for bad. Okay. Well, oh go my mediocre. god! Really? He was my number one choice for mediocre. Yeah. So he was. But why? He, he, just, he wasn't around very long. He wasn't around long. But he had, the, he had the moment. He had the run, William Run moment. Um, also, he fought Joey Porter pregame, makes him a fucking legend in Cleveland forever. If I, but that makes him a bad man, first of all, and also a bad player because he averaged less than four yards per carry. <laughs> he had like 800 yards at his pinnacle. He just, he just wasn't very good. He's very entertaining. Yeah, well, he is my favorite mediocre player of all time. A lot, a lot of great, you know, we, we saw that guy selling the uh, massage shirts. Outside oh, the stadium, we had that Willie same guy had us yeah. smoke green shirts. Yeah, we had Willie Green shirts. I remember those. Yeah, nice. I, 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 I yeah, I'm a cool with him being at. You're right. You're probably right that you should be in the bad in the bad category. <laughs> That's so embarrassing. On, he, had, he had one year where he had he had like 800, like basically 900 yards and like not a good season. No, but he was. I think it was his rookie year. It was. No, it was, it was his last. He almost. Year. He was run up to rookie year to Jeremy Shockey. Yeah. So, but I mean, he, he was, but he was only three years in the league. Then he Jeremy got, Shockey was great that year. Well, and what was the story behind? Remember, he got stabbed his he got stabbed yeah. in the back by his fiance, but it was because he was cheating on her with someone's wife. Was it Kevin? Kevin? Kevin Johnson? Johnson. It was Kevin Johnson's wife. The Syracuse receiver, right? Yeah. I think it was him. Yeah, which is, you know, also legendary in its own right. You know, maybe infamous in its own right. It's just more arguments for bad. No, I don't know. I like my <laughs> mediocre. I like my pick. I don't give a shit. I respect that. I respect that. All right. I got a William Green jersey. <laughs> By the way, you're going to lose. You're going to have to reset jerseys. the recording in 2.30. Just yeah, all right. Why don't we do it right now, actually? So we are at round three, pick two. Round three, pick two, team click. Do you have your shit together or what? So I do. We are ready to go. Go ahead, Nick. Uh, we're going to go with uh, best player. We're going to go with Phil Dawson. Love Philly D. Right. It's a good pick. The most consistent player in Cleveland history. Also, he is the man that needs to write the book. That dude has stories upon stories upon stories of the dysfunction. Well, he just sat to the side and did his fucking job <laughs> and never commented on anything. He used to tell Andre not all the time, Andre, when I finally retire, I'm writing a book and I'm wait I cannot wait for that thing to come out. I cannot wait. Wow. It's gonna be it's gonna be fantastic. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he's actually writing it or not, but I would <laughs> gladly willingly ghostwrite it for him if he wanted. For a portion of the proceeds. Absolute fucking legend. Should have made his kicks in overtime in 2002, but whatever. Can steal it. <laughs> <laughs> only, time, only time we ever actually fucking needed him. Well, and him and Northcutt were the, go- the, the goats in that game, right? Northcutt letting that ball go right through his hands and Philly missing. The- no, this yeah. actually, this is the regular season game. Oh, you're about the regular season. No, yeah, like the game they lost in OT, missed like two kicks or something. Yeah. Oh, the Northcutt thing. Oh. That might be a name that comes. But you up. know, people forget though. Phil got better as his career went on. Oh like, yeah. If you look he at his still stats, he left. Yeah, yeah. He when you look at his stats, he actually wouldn't even be like a top three kicker now, just because of how different kicking is at this point, mm-hmm. percentage wise. But the last like four years of his career, he was a monster. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, actually, it might have been like the last six years of his career, he was a monster. But yeah, he didn't he didn't start off great, but he was always very very good. All right, next Facts. pick. What's uh, up, Ryan? Ryan? You're Ryan's up, up. So I'm taking my game. Uh, December tenth, two thousand nine. Thursday night game against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Okay. Yeah. Um, I went to school in Erie, Pennsylvania, which is equidistant to Buffalo, Pittsburgh, and Cleveland. So I had a fuck ton of Steelers friends. 
We did not beat the Steelers the entire time that I was in fucking college up until the very last time they played each other, which was this game. They sacked Roethlisberger eight times. Brady Quinn threw for less than 100 yards. <laughs> it was uh, really snowy out Thursday night game. A lot of people weren't getting it because of NFL Network. I actually watched this game on uh, like GameCast on, on ESPN because we just couldn't get it in really? our dorm rooms or the apartment on campus. I remember but, that fucking game. Um, it knocked the Steelers out of playoff contention mm-hmm. that year. It was one of the couple wins that they had. That was the second win of the season, and it was just fucking glorious. I remember that. I want. I got. I'm. I'm not gonna hold the box score. I have it up. I'm not gonna remember the guys who had all the sacks. Was that Chris Jennings, the running back that night who scored the touchdown for them? Wow, that that's a fucking it was. name. Yes, it was. That sounds amazing. That that, right. I'm yeah. impressed with myself on that point. Jennings, I Jesus. I got the, the box. Got the box I got it out. Pull up the box. So. That was a Cribs wild uh, wildcat game. Jennings. Right? Jennings. Twenty carries, seventy-three yards. One touchdown. Yeah. He probably talks about that game as much as you do. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I went to to Penn State, so I watched with some Steelers fans. I was a freshman at Penn State that year, so I watched with Steelers fans that year. Um, They were just coming off the Super Bowl the year before. Um, So that was a cool moment. Yeah. I I knew knew what game once you said it Thursday night. Yeah. what a miserable fucking game that was. Holy shit. And apparently, <laughs> I, it, it, it was one of the coldest looking games I've ever seen in Cleveland yeah. Brown Stadium. Yeah. Look at these fucking Corey Williams, Brian Schaefering. <laughs> oh, I, thought, I, I thought Corey Williams was going to be such a good pickup. He had seven sacks the year before in Green Bay. He was Bay. him yep. and Sean Rogers coming in together. Hank Poteet. That's unreal. By the way, <laughs> Brian just did a uh, a TikTok. I don't think it's dropped yet. The guys who I, it was he was on the Sean Rogers on the mushrooms one, right? Yeah, I wouldn't want to do mushrooms around Sean Rogers. Yeah, it was the top Cleveland Evans he wouldn't want to do mushrooms with and Sean Rogers on the list. <laughs> makes sense because he seems like a scary motherfucker. Yeah, you can so. take a gun into a Flint, Michigan airport. You're not like a relaxed kind of guy. Being in locker rooms, he was the second biggest human I've ever seen behind Shaq. Shaq is the biggest human I've ever seen, like up Shaq's, close and personal. I've met Shaq a couple times, but actually the biggest I saw was Yao Ming's biggest person I've seen in my life. Uh, I never saw him in person, yeah. I 2012 Olympics, he walked by the, the barber shop I was in at the Media Village in London. And it was like an eclipse. This, there's no more light. I, I, I've <laughs> never actually like watched somebody like, I was stunned. My jaw dropped. <laughs> you just don't realize. like You just don't conceptualize something that massive as a human. It's unreal. Wow. Especially when they're not like deformed looking. I know that's fuck, maybe fucked up to say, but like, you know, <laughs> yeah, he's, he's just right? like a big guy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Crazy. Just huge human. Yeah. Crazy. All right, good shit. All right, Jeff, you're up, buddy. Um, so I'm gonna go average and bad because I everyone else took great. So I get I get my my great last man. Um, bad. Yikes. There's some there's some bad fucking names on this list. See, here's the problem with this one. I I think he was bad. But I loved him. He was bad. Jeff Garcia was bad. Do we do we think is that a reasonable? Yeah. Like, yeah but why reasonable? did you love Jeff Garcia? <laughs> I, I have a Jeff Garcia st- Browns jersey. I still same. Have it. He's got um, one too. Same. We made fun of him for this. It was why? my fucking ready for this. That was my my AOL Instant Messenger screen name for one year. Was it was um <laughs> it was I swear to God it was it was J five Jeff Garcia five. <laughs> To K2, <laughs> Kellen Winslow Jr. Oh, and that's oh, one year. Oh, I want to leave that last year. part out now. Yeah, it's nice. brutal. I don't... Oh, it's between him and then 
Now, for the sake for the sake of the graph, because he had the he's the last guy to win a week one game. Fuck it, just I'm I'm gonna go Jeff Garcia. Jeff Garcia was fucking horrible on he the Browns. Really it was bad. such a it was a bad signing. Oh man. Yeah, I think I'm gonna we go were at shooters, Garcia. and I tried to make the argument that he had one decent year, and we pulled up the numbers, and he didn't yeah, like, and he, like, he did. He played one year, and then he was good when he left. Yeah, yep. he fucking he brought the Buccaneers to the playoffs. Yep, yep. He was good right before and right. Well, I say good. He was he was serviceable right before and right after, and just he was throwing the to. That's why we had the he hope. Just got yeah. Sacked yeah, so much. He's held onto the ball so much. He took such a beating. It was brutal <laughs> to watch that guy. There's a couple other bads I won't mention because I know now everyone's taking their bad because there's a few that like I'd love to take, but just, get to them yeah. after. Yeah, we'll, we'll, run we'll, we'll talk about it after. Yeah, exactly. uh, average, though, this is average. I don't know if he qualifies because I think he, he was good. He never made a Pro Bowl, though, but that would be Dennis Northcutt. You think he does oh. he think he's average? Yeah, he dropped nearly the, the definition of mediocre. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, he's mediocre he's most, for sure. You can be average if your most memorable play is a bad play. Yeah, and that's absolutely. what he did in the play. Like that game, that 2002 season, he was unreal. That Tennessee Titans game, he he had the onside kick. He recovered crazy. There's a couple other like averages that I that I thought about there. But Northcutt is he was he was awesome when he was good. He was he was a weapon. I mean, he was cribs for cribs. I'm I'm gonna push back on your if you have one if you're mem- remembered for your bad play because Ernest Biner was not a mediocre player. He was a very good player who is remembered for one play. But you're right. That's fair. That's very fair. Yeah. Right, yes. And he, I, you're not you're not from here, so you wouldn't know this. We had a DJ in town, uh, Mick Boogie, who is a big DJ now. People probably maybe out there know him. He used to have mixtapes in Cleveland, and Dennis Northcutt would like intro him and voice so in between I songs. That. I didn't and know he, that. And he had the funniest lisp and it was so hard to listen to. And he was on like, every big boogie mixtape. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. I, I, Northcutt is, I would say Northcutt overall, probably a top five favorite Cleveland Browns player for me. I love Dennis. For sure. Northcutt. He's right there for me too. I love Dennis Northcutt. Yep. I have, I have a, a very rosy view of the 2002 team because I wasn't, I mean, I didn't have the Brown. I mean, I was born 91. So when, by the time they left, I, by the time I was like conscious to like watch football, I didn't have a team. So the first good team that I rooted for of the Browns was that 02 team. So I always, my, I might have a, a large sauce. When you hear me rattle off some names in a minute, you'll know which, which Brown team is still my favorite. Um, yeah, I have, I have a super soft spot for that too. Cause I still had season tickets at that point. So I was still just like diehard fan and, I shut your fucking mics off, by the way, whispering over the thing. You know, everybody can hear you on your microphone. That's how they work. <laughs> Whenever you guys are ready, I'll turn it back. Okay. Constant professionals. Over. All right. Anyway, Brian, you're up, buddy. Uh, I'm going to go. <laughs> let's see. I'm going to go with my mediocre player, and I'm going Eric Steinbach. Oh, all right. I knew he was going to pick a line. I had to have an offensive lineman <laughs> somewhere. Um, he just... He was such a great pickup. He's Cincinnati Bengal. Um, I remember him at Iowa. He had a really good beer named after him at Great Lakes. And he was just solid next to Joe Thomas. He had a mean streak, too. He was a guy. Yeah. I remember at that time I was working with LaCharles Bentley and, and, uh, and Gerard Cherry. And they would, like, show me how to watch film because I was breaking down a lot of Brown stuff at that time. And, and, and LaCharles would always point out Steinbach and be like, this motherfucker is mean. He goes, this motherfucker, this is the guy who everybody hates to go against because he does not stop to the whistle, even if he's on the complete opposite side of the field. And you'd think a guy, his size would be more finesse because he was like under 300 pounds. Yeah, no, he he, he almost looked like Joe Thomas does now, but he, he was able to get it done. And he did that through a nasty streak. Yep. I like that pick. 
I didn't. I didn't. That wasn't on my list. Pro Bowl alternate, actually. I looked that up. Yep. Ooh. So it doesn't. Count. I, and I don't know why I remember that. I got really mad when they didn't get a lot of Pro Bowlers that season because you were like, "Fuck, at least give us something. We make the playoffs." Yeah. And then I think Anderson, Dergenson, did make it in as an alternate, but I know Steinbach didn't. And people are like, "What the fuck?" But that was ended up being just that's just a Browns thing. Like he probably should have gotten in. Um, all right, Team Click, you guys got your stuff together? Yes, we do. Yeah, we're going to go with our uh, mediocre Browns player. Uh, we're going with uh, Quincy Morgan. Ah, Quincy Morgan. All right, I like that. He is also the definition of mediocre. Yeah, yeah. facts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't, you know what's funny is like, I know I liked Quincy Morgan, but I literally cannot remember anything he did in his career. I could. I, no. I, I remember uh, it was Jaguar. They played the Jaguars in Jacksonville 2001. Hail I think Mary. he had that. Yeah, the Hail Mary catch. That's how I remember. Oh, okay. He's the one that caught the Hail Mary catch? Yep. yep. No shit. That's, that's probably his only memorable moment. That is his only memorable moment. <laughs> Who caught the, uh, the the Saints one, the first win? Would that have been Kevin Johnson? I actually don't remember off the top of my head, but it w- I would. I th- that might have been, been, been Kevin Johnson. Well, I know that I know it was over Gerard Cherry, though, because we used to make fun of him all the time. Because really? in that play, he falls down, and that's how they make the catch. <laughs> As opposed to show Gerard Cherry, we'd, we'd bring that up all the time and show him the highlights. He was a good sport about it, but yeah, it was over him. That's good. The bus is boss yeah. for that. That was actually on my favorite game list as well. So I don't know if it's going to be nice. on there, but um, so it's up to me, right? I got back to back here to yeah, finish yeah, it off. Yeah, you got back to back. So I love this. I love this because it's I, Kevin Johnson confirmed. Sorry, it's just not for the sake off, of people but, screaming. Yeah. Maybe yeah, yeah. Uh, Kevin Johnson. Okay. All right. Um, so we do like to leave some of the draft a little bit ambiguous. We left that up for the bad player, right? And they always say, in fact, I think one of the most famous sayings in football is, "Your best ability is your availability." So by that. Metric, this is a very bad player, and I'm going with Josh Gordon as my bad player. For oh, the okay. that's tough. I, I, okay. I, I, that's What's bad. crazy, I had him as my best bronze player. And I think he, I actually think you could have fit him. He in could an, do it all of Yeah, them, maybe yeah. not mediocre. Yeah, you could have well, put him mediocre. He made a Pro Bowl, yeah. so it couldn't be mediocre. Your reasoning is good. I, I Because of your reasoning, I would let it slide. But I have... Boy, do I have some bullshit view. Speaking of rosy glasses, him, I... You talk to me about Josh Gordon. You would never know he didn't. He like missed any time. <laughs> I, I was the I carried the wagon for Josh Gordon for even after the fucking Manziel. That's what I tell that Browns fan all the time. I said, if you want to know how miserable it is to be a fucking Browns fan, we couldn't even enjoy a draft for twenty four hours. Like he got suspended. I I I will I fucking remember where I was. I remember watching the draft. <laughs> Manziel got drafted. And everyone's fired up. They're like, look. Like the Browns are the Browns are here. They're making noise. And then I'm a, I'm in a uh, a van with my cousin and his friends who was bachelor party in Atlantic City. And I see the tweet notification. Josh Gordon suspended. I was like, what the fuck, man? Like <laughs> we, we didn't make it 12 hours. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love that kid. Uh, I actually thought he was super duper nice. Just an idiot. Just a fucker. Just a fucking idiot. But the, I mean, legitimately, honestly, say he plays a six year NFL career. I seriously think he's in the conversation. He's like those diehards. Uh, I still don't think you put him with Jerry Rice and, and the Randy Moss and no. those guys. But I think you're talking about him as one of the handful of greatest receivers of all time. I don't know, but I feel like he's DK Metcalf's absolute ceiling. I feel like they're the same body type, same kind of player. They run similar routes. I think that he is just the absolute but, ceiling. But, but all are, so maybe, but he was also in an era where the linebackers and safeties were both bigger style players. So he was able to just fucking run wild on the secondary. Yeah. I mean, he, he was, he was, don't stop. Uh, he is a great what if he's, he's a great Browns. What with because there's, there's not that many. Cause like yeah. they either kind of just suck. <laughs> they but like, he is a great what if, like, I mean, seriously, like, like he barely ever played it. Do you ever play a fucking full season? 
No, Maybe no, that, he never played one season. season. He only played yeah. 14, 14 games. He always, always debuted a little late. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he, yeah. Yeah, I, I, he is a great what if because I do think he had the talent to be like the tops for years. Mm-hmm. Yep, I agree. All right, so my final pick in the draft, I'm going to go with, I'm not, I'm going to go with my, uh, I'm not going with a play, I'm going with a moment. And it's a controversial moment, but I was at dead center of this thing. And I'm going with Billy Manziel in Vegas. It is one of my favorite <laughs> Browns moments of all time. I saw the video, one of the few people, I know there's a handful of people in Cleveland who've seen the video. I know who still has it. And I took shit for saying the video was real on Twitter for years. It's literally the reason that Dave and Big Cat followed me originally. Because That's funny. I did not it, realize that. Yeah, That's it was scary. that Billy Manziel and then us going at it in the draft. I sent the picture out when he was out of the league for mm-hmm. the draft, right, which was the very next year. Um, I was I, – I, I, so the person who has the video, I'm pretty sure still has it. I know there were people like plotting to get that thing from because it was worth so much money. And I took so much shit because I said it was real. And they're like, it's not real. It's definitely not real. It would have came out by now. And years later, he goes on a podcast and admits that the fucking thing was real. And I got no, no one came back and said sorry to me. I spent three days with the flat brims and my fucking mentions and my DMs were talking shit to me. And it literally didn't stop for years. But those three days were absolutely brutal. I actually shut my phone off and my fiance and I went and hiked the bottom of the Grand Canyon for eight hours one day. Came back, turned on my phone, and I couldn't open Twitter. The mentions were so bad. You That's how fucking, on a fucking spirit that, journey. That yeah, was, get over it. Yeah, it was crazy. That shit was so fucking embarrassing. Like honestly, Manziel so stuff is the most embarrassing shit that we. I think <laughs> I went through as a Browns fan. I don't know why. Like it just that. Like the bad stuff with Manziel was like Jesus Christ, dude. Like this is this is a fucking clown show. I mean, the stuff with OBJ was tough. Like. Like him apparently saying, I want to trade him. Like the Baker, the Baker second season was miserable. That was a miserable season to watch. Well, dude, Shanahan made a PowerPoint to get the fuck out of here because he was like, get me out of this town. I don't want anything to do with this. It's just the Manziel, like, but at least the Baker stuff, you're like, damn, like they're just not meeting expectations. Like they played a good game here and there. Freddie Kitchens. Anything that was bad at Manziel, you were like, oh, dude, this is embarrassing. Because he smiled while he did it. (laughs) He smiled at you and laughed as he did it. Like you, the fan, them, the ownership. He didn't give a single fuck. Still doesn't. Still doesn't. I, I I respect the fact that he still does not give a fuck about it. I absolutely respect it. We've had our wars, him and I, but... I have plenty of respect for my nemesis. That's he can sure. fuck himself <laughs> yeah. in my book. Uh, all right, who's up next? Us. Uh, favorite moment. Go ahead, drop the clock. You want to do that? Yeah, go ahead. You sure? Yep. Uh, it's the moment. Yep. For the moment, we're going to do uh, OBJ's reverse TD 50 yards versus the Cowboys. Mm. That was nice. Yeah, that was fun. That was the first moment you felt like, hell yeah, we really have OBJ. That was yeah. my first fantasy star for, for him. The first two weeks, he dudded it. And then I was like, fuck yeah, he's starting the rest of the year. Yeah. What a like shootout that game was. Fantasy yeah. Points. That was. Yeah, we had he, a crazy shootout. It, that was another one of those moments, too, like the Baker-Philly special thing, where you're just like, you're used to them blowing those games. And then they, they like kind of did it the rest of the season. You're like, can they just fucking close the game out? Yeah. Yep. But that 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 game, it just had it, because they did it against the Titans, too. You just had, you're like, oh, fuck, they didn't lose. They actually won. <laughs> like, they actually, holy shit, like, they are good enough to close a game out, even if they give up some points here and there. Yeah, that, that game fucking ruled. Actually, yeah, that, that game was on my best game list uh, week four against Dallas because that was the Titans game that year was cool, too, because they beat the brakes off them. But just talking about walking into Cowboys Stadium and just slaughtering them. It, it was that was awesome. Yeah. We were like six point underdogs that game. I remember and we fucking smashed them. We fucking had four. What was it? Forty five. We had. Had Chubb not gotten hurt, I don't, I don't know if that game would have gotten close. And like Dearness Johnson was nice and was yeah. nice in relief, mm-hmm. but it, yeah. it, it, um, 
All right, I, I don't remember if Hunt and Hunt did. No, nah, he was. I was think he, he was too? suspended. Or was he, well, he suspended? No, he was suspended. Yeah, he was. Oh. Oh fuck, that's two, right. So two, it was he spent time out. Oh, that's yeah, right. Yeah, that was earlier in the season. Wow. And Dearshots had played well, but like I think if, if Chubb had played that whole game, that's when he got hurt. Obviously, I, I yeah. they that game wouldn't have gotten close at any point. I don't think that, that was the first real taste of Dearness Johnson when when he first came in. He was just like that novelty guy that played in was the USFL or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, worked on a fishing boat. Yeah, he was. Yeah. He returned awesome kicks boat. here and there, mm-hmm. and then you, that was your first taste of Dearness Johnson. I think a bunch of us were like, this guy's kind of fucking good, like Jerome Harrison. Yeah, yeah. it's like if you give this kid the ball, good things are. Yeah. <laughs> Love Jerome Harrison. I forgot about him. All right, Brian. Final pick. Uh, my final pick, my my bad player. I couldn't yep, – I, I wanted to get creative with this, but, like, my bad player is just somebody I loved so much for so long. Steady Steve Hyden. <laughs> <laughs> I got to say Steady Steve Hyden. What? No. I got to. No. Yeah. I fucking hated Steve Hyden. I love, I love Steve Hyden. Steady Steve Hyden, baby. A couple yards at a time. He's going to nickel and dime you. Yeah, he was my guy. Holy shit. Fucking moon face Steve Hyden. <laughs> he was ugly as fuck. Yeah, he looks like, was it Jesse Plemons? <laughs> he looks he like Jesse Plemons. He was a different tight end era, I will say. Yes, yes. But Him and Chad Mustard. I am oh my shocked God. that he never, he only had over 300 yards receiving one season. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I was, about to, I was about to veto that and say he isn't, he was, he is definitely below average, which definitely leans bad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but you loved him. I you hate, hate, hate you, you hate white people. I don't hate white people. You just hate white people. I have high expectations for my white athletes. That's how I Steve Hyden. He played for fucking ever. Yeah, he did. I loved him. He blocked his ass off, though. Him and Chad Mustard. Chad Mustard was like 6'8", like 270. He's enormous. There's like another tackle in there. They had both those he, guys. He... Will pop up when I watch 07 highlights. He pops up and I'm like, holy fuck, he was on that team. Like, how is he still there? Like, I feel like he just died off after like the first couple. Of, but yeah, he, him and the one of the greatest one two tight end punch of all time, Aaron Shea and Steve Hyden. Yeah. Aaron Shea. <laughs> the legends, the absolute fucking legends. Oh my God. <laughs> All right, close this bad boy out. Jeff I can't believe we just did Steve Hyden so dirty like that. <laughs> that bums me out, but like I can't even defend it. Uh, my great, I have a great left. I, yep. I mean, it's between three guys. Uh, I love Jameer Miller. He was a badass, but I'm not going nice. to pick him. It's between Cribs and Garrett, but I'm going to go Josh Cribs. Um, nice. All right, I like it. Well, I mean, he's, he's, as of now, still one of the greatest returners of all time. Um, he's the only thing that literally gave the Browns relevance for what, like four or five years. Like that's yeah, it. Like it's the one. only thing anyone ever fucking talked about, which is so embarrassing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and <laughs> I, so I, I fucking love Miles Garrett. Like I love Miles Garrett. He is just one of my favorite Cleveland athletes ever. But like in terms of Browns players, like Cribs is just badass. Like he, like some like moments and plays, and yeah, he was he was awesome. I got covered the fuck out of kicks too. Oh yeah, dude, he was the, one of the best gunners you'll ever see in your oh, life. Oh yeah, yeah. He had he, that move he, where yeah. he would dive out of bounds and, and and like almost out of bounds and hook his hand back and hook the heel of people running up the mm-hmm. side. It was insane. And we've we've talked about this before. He never deserved actual wide receiver money, but he they they should have tried a Cordero Patterson kind of role. Yeah, I absolutely. Think he he would have been yeah. great. He'd yeah. be he'd be such a weapon right now, like if he was in his prime right now, like the way they could use him. Oh yeah, yep. They're tr- what they're trying to do with well, fucking Anthony Schwartz. And with his with his size too, because he was a beefy guy. He was not slender. Yeah, whatsoever. he's like 6'3", yeah. 240. Do you know? Um, do you know what he does now? You you know familiar with what Josh Cribbs does now? What what is he? He was he's part of the organization. 
Well, yeah, he's still, I, th- I don't actually don't think he is anymore. I don't think he is. Yeah, I don't know what he does now. He has a Good Morning America style show with his wife here. It's called Cribs in the CLE. Uh-huh. I love that. He's. It is. Well, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> the idea of that. It is. It is. A, I mean, it's a very popular show, right? But you can tell that, like, sometimes we talked about this before, but like, you could tell sometimes he just wants to get the fuck away from his wife. I think you know what I mean. He's got those dead eyes, and she's like, "You like? You like the banana bread, don't you, Josh?" He's like, "I like it so much." He's like blink twice trying to get fucking yeah. saved. It's yeah. real Mrs. Cribs heavy, and yeah. it's very clear who the captain of that ship is. I wonder. I love I Josh. Still- I wonder if I have my my Josh Cribb shirt. Fuck. Who made it? Um, damn it. This is gonna piss me off. As, as, who made it as if that narrows it down in the Cleveland t-shirt <laughs> Um I'll, I'll have to figure out who it was. We definitely have some people that we left off. Yeah, let's oh, hear yeah. some honorable that, mentions. Well, so, uh, I was it was, say, it was I love the Miles Garrett over Josh Cribb. Josh Cribb shirt. Yeah. I love the hype Josh Cribb shirt. It's a pay to man. Pay to man have oh, that yeah, somewhere. Yeah. It's oh, somewhere. Yeah. So yeah. we always have at least one player that we leave off that Twitter just gets so pissed about, and nobody picked Jim Brown, and they're oh, they're gonna be furious, <laughs> livid. About okay, it. Well, we, you know you should do this. You should make it say the it should say modern Browns. It should say modern. Nope, I want I want people to be angry. I'm not doing okay. it. Nope, <laughs> <laughs> I want to be furious. We left Jim Tomey off of some all time Indian stuff, oh and people God. were he pissed. Jesse, that Jim Tomey is my favorite Cleveland athlete but, ever. At really? first, we put him on the Mount Rushmore of greatest Cleveland athletes, and people were like, "Get him the fuck off there!" Yeah, and then we again, didn't I, pick I grew him. up. I grew up really Indians only because the Browns didn't exist. Yeah, for yeah. my like first moments as like a sports fan, and the Cavs were trash. I never saw anything with the Cavs. I live in Connecticut, so Tommy was like my guy. Yeah, I was all Omar. For the longest time, and I, I would argue till blue in the fucking face, he should have been a first ballot Hall of Famer, greatest defensive shortstop. And then he's showing his dick to Bat Boys, and I back off. A little yeah, bit. yeah. <laughs> well, tough. my son, my son's that heavy on uh on, on like throwback vintage sports shirts right now, so we've mm-hmm. got a whole bunch of real cool Cleveland ones. And he shows me an Omar Vizquel one, and I'm like, ooh, and I'm like, but I don't want to. Oh, it's you know? so fire. It is fire. It's, and I'm like, so oh. it's like one of the fathead ones. You know what I mean? Like a fathead. He's like, he's like oh. backhanded, and I'm like, ah. Oh. I'm like, yeah, you do, yeah, you do what you got to do, I guess. Um, all right, so Jeff, why don't you throw a couple of uh, the games at us that you had on your list? Because there isn't many of those left to go through, I don't think. Yeah, so games, I week three Jets in 2018, the Baker one, I already mentioned that, the same with Denver. 2014, uh, week five, that was the year where they were good for, what, like 20 minutes? They were like yep. six and three or whatever, top of the division. Right, the Titans come back. Were they down like 18 points? That was yeah. that was my it number two choice that. after the – Huh? How many points are they down again? 25, 25, 25 on the road in the second half. Yeah. Travis Benjamin, Brian Hoyer. Yeah, that was that was awesome. Uh, 2007 had a couple week two against the Bengals. The big shootout. That was was my next one. Yeah, we had that that as well. Mm -hmm. Obviously, week 15, the snow game. Yep. Mm -hmm. Shout out Dawson. And then Tennessee, 2002, the, the Dennis Northcutt comeback. And then same thing with the Jets. That game was local for me in Connecticut. I remember watching. That's where Tim Couch had a crazy two-point pass. And then just plays. I had. Well, run- quickly, I had. I had one more game there. The only other one I would yeah. throw in there is the Hail Mary win the first year in '99 against the Saints. So it was either yeah. the moment or the game, mm-hmm. and that was that would be one of the games I'd have on the list. Too. We had a favorite game that was just too sad to say. We had the Chargers, the one in fifteen win that year. Jamie Meter, baby, it was exciting, but Jamie it was super Meter. sad to say. But that's our favorite game. Uh, play. So the pepper sack. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
the the one that I didn't mention, but I, I drafted Cribs. The Josh Cribs to kick off for a touchdown against the Steelers is is yeah. I think it's it, it's it's probably top five return in the history of the NFL. And that doesn't get the love. They didn't win the game. They make the playoff like that. It it is mesmerizing to watch three Steelers slip and fall at the same time and have him yep. duke them out. I think Steve Hyden threw the final block on that play, too. <laughs> I don't know for sure, but I'm going to say you're goddamn right. He did. <laughs> what a legend. Yeah. I, I had another moment I want to think because I went moment heavy because I felt everyone was going to go play heavy. I This is one of my favorite moments of all time. I know people hated him for it afterwards, but um, Phil Savage sending the go root for Buffalo fuck you email is one of my favorite moments in Brown's history when he was there riding back on the bus. Somebody sent an email to him talking shit about the effort in the game. Uh-huh. And he said, fuck you, go root for Buffalo in the email. That's phenomenal. <laughs> anyway, and I was just like, as I actually always liked Phil Savage. Um, and I, I, to me, that's just, that is like the, we always look at these guys like they're not real, right? They're not human. They just, they're just something we all get angry about and excited about. That's like that, the most human moment you could possibly have. Cause yeah. we all sent that message at some point. Mm-hmm. Just as usually doesn't make the media. That's all. Facts. Yeah. For a moment, uh, I had Maserati Mayfield. For for player moment, oh yeah, and then uh, <laughs> Carl Nassib explaining finance on Hard Knocks. Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> what great Hard Knocks that was too. I, I wish they were on Hard Knocks this season. Yeah, yeah, yeah that'd be cool. Somebody on Twitter the other day said they they wish that they could have traded that season for another one because they're just embarrassed every time they watch it. I don't know. I thought the entertainment factor yeah, was through the yeah. roof. People that people liked the Browns after that. People people yeah. thought there was some like charming stuff there. There was. Yeah. I mean, he was very embarrassed. Hugh Jackson oh, yeah. was embarrassing. That's yeah, what he was, was a very embarrassing yeah. human. Yep. Uh, for Which, a moment, we we had uh, Baker shotgunning the beer at that Tribe game. That was People a great one. Oh, yeah. That. yeah that was People went crazy for that. And then I just thought of the Hard Knocks one. One moment that was super awkward was when that the coaches all had that group hug in the Hard Knocks season. And uh, what's his name started at uh, our GM? What was his name? Um, Farmer. Far- no, that, no, that would have been... Uh, Dorsey. 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 No, it was Dorsey. 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 So that's um, what we have for plays. Awesome. How do we want to rattle off mediocre? But can I start with a couple of mediocre guys because they're two of my favorite all time? We have one. Ataba Rubin was a guy I almost yeah. picked there. I love Ataba Rubin. I considered him. We, he used to, he first of all, he was just a super fucking solid defensive lineman for a really long time. And then he used to party at Barley House and would stay, be, everybody else was dressed in the nine. He'd be standing outside with a white t shirt with mustard stains on and smoking cigs on Wednesday nights. He's like my favorite <laughs> athlete. Love that guy. It's and then Jamal Jamal Sheard, who I think is also the definition of mediocre, also on my list. But I love how he started. I mean, he started off his career like really well with with the Browns. Then they actually had two really good years, and then they switched defenses. If you remember, they switched schemes. Yeah, and they moved him, and he just he couldn't play. But then he went up in New England and actually had a decent career after that. So those two guys. I, I got a I got a bunch of guys on average. Uh, nobody said Peyton Hillis. Ah, um, uh, yeah, Pro Bowler, Pro Bowler, Pro Bowler. True. That's wait, right. I was yeah. going to say Dequel Jackson, but he made a Pro Bowl in Indy, so yeah. I didn't pick Dequel Jackson. Yeah, Dequel, I would have put as as good or great for sure. Yeah, he was another um, guy that just couldn't deal with the defensive scheme changes. He yeah. was a, he was a four three guy when they kept right. going back and forth. It's just okay, he's going to get lost. Yep. Yeah, uh, Lee Suggs. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, Hell yeah. Kelly Holcomb might be a top five favorite Cleveland Brown for me. Fucking loved Kelly Holcomb. Uh, Dwayne Rudd, uh, <laughs> Sean Thompson. Oh yeah, okay, uh, another legend. Uh, Lee Bodden, Lee Toast Bodden, always just cooked <laughs> down the sidelines, had one good year. Uh, Kennard Lang was a fucking baller, too. Wow. Loved him. I, Loved I was Lang. considering Kennard Lang. Loved Kennard Lang. Uh, both Andre Davises. Oh, yeah. Uh, Andre and Andra. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Great jerseys, by the way. 
Andre Davis is uh hit that that 99 yard touchdown. Um, yeah. I think it's the Bengals from from my my bad player Jeff Garcia. Um, Anthony Henry, who had one year he had 10 interceptions, didn't make yeah. the Pro Bowl. Oh yeah, that's crazy. Uh, Dalen pushing McCutcheon. Dick Train Lane for the record there. Mm-hmm. Dalen right. McCutcheon that I put Kevin Johnson and we mentioned earlier. Yeah, sweet. I can't believe you had Sean Thompson in mediocre. Because he was <laughs> definitely on my bad list. Yeah, he was <laughs> my, so my impressive bad, wait, coming me, out of I college. Mean, let me tell you, the, the bad is bad. I mean, Brandon Whedon, bad. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. bad. Bad, bad. Uh, and I, I thought in my head, bad is like a detriment to the fucking organization. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Travis Wilson. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. How many games did he actually play? The big three, ready? The big yep. three receivers. Travis Wilson, Brian Rabisky, and Muhammad um, Mastiqua. Oh, yes. Mass, yeah. oh my God. Muhammad Mastiqua. Uh, what an honor. I mean, <laughs> you know what's more pathetic than a Jeff Garcia, Kellen Winslow, Alewell Instant Messenger account is when I had a fucking phone background of Muhammad Mastiqua. Oh, God. <laughs> we're, on a, we're, on a, we're on a flight to San Diego. I'll never forget my dad's like, no, my iPad back is like, Muhammad Massacre. I'm like, yeah, I think he might be good this year. And it's like, I hope he's okay out of here. He, he had a lot of concussions. Yeah. I know you guys love Carlton Mitchell. Had to mention Carlton Mitchell. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then David Bowens. Uh, Ooh, he had those two pick sixes against Drew Brees the year they beat the Saints. Yeah. I don't know why he existed, but that was like the weird. That's the game their punter, Reggie Hodges, had that 70 yard rush or whatever it was. Yeah, mm-hmm. his wife waste- tweeted at me and told me to shut the fuck up once. <laughs> <laughs> he was a he was a bad punter. He was not yeah. a good punter, no. and he got a little better at the end. But then he had that that long run. I'm yeah. also blocked by Joe Hayden on Twitter, by the way, because and I never <laughs> never mentioned him, but he definitely searched his name and blocked me. Oh, he was a big he was a big <laughs> searcher. Oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah. Uh, bad players. I had Sean Thompson, David Vacune. Um, oh yeah, second round pick yep. did absolutely nothing. nothing. That was really all I had for bad players because I knew I was going Steve Hyden and nobody would take him. <laughs> I, got, um, I got a couple guys here for bad. Can I throw those out there? Yeah, go ahead. So I got Montario Hardesty, who oh. was just bad. Nice guy, but bad. He just didn't pan out. I thought he was going to be really good. Me too. Oh, everybody did. Yeah. He was one of my best sources ever when I was covering the Browns. Too. That guy would talk to me and tell me everything was awesome. Um, <laughs> Owen Marisic. I loved Owen Marisic because it flies in the face of your theory about me hating White athletes because he, he was, was the terrible. whitest of athletes. He was the I, whitest I, of athletes. I put a piece of, of tape in between the zero on my Hillis jersey and showed up to that Browns Eagles game with an old Marisic jersey. <laughs> <laughs> and nice. then I, I love this one. And this is it's only because of the, the mug shot, but Desmond Bryant, favorite bad player yeah. for that mug shot. Well, he wasn't was like, bad. He no, was but his mug shot was fucking bad. Yeah, it was, was legendary bad. bad. They they just they've had these fucking and like just some of these players that they've had. Omar Jacobs, Josh Harris, just these random fucking nobody quarterbacks who almost always are from a Mac school, by the way. Yep. They also had BG. They also traded Jerome Harrison for Chris Gokong. And I wanted oh, the Browns yeah. to draft Chris Gokong so bad. I'm Me like, too. this yeah. is it. This is it. Fucking Hall of Fame. Just a nothing. Just a nothing. <laughs> nothing. No, I got a crazy name uh, for bad. Miles Austin. Oh, I forgot about Miles Austin. He. He had pro, one I, fucking he might have good made the moment, pro bowl. we thought he was going to – he caught a touchdown against the Saints that year that yep. they were like, yeah. okay. You're like, oh, he could be there. And then we were like, holy shit, Miles Austin's our number one fucking receiver. Yeah, <laughs> He like, was nice with the Cowboys. Yeah. He was like the number two to Des Bryant, or was it T.O.? One of the two. He was like, he did slot. okay with yeah. Dallas. You couldn't Do you remember thinking Devon Best was yeah. going to be good for the Browns. Oh, I love Devon. I love Devon. I was such a huge fan of that move. I thought that was going to be great. He was awful. 
Awful. Nobody, you can go down well, the where line. Where would you? I mean, Joe Joey Jurevicious would have been a, a a good mediocre too. I feel. Like. Yeah, 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 yeah great mediocre. That tip back catch though is fucking legendary. The one in the end zone where he tipped it back to himself, went around the defender. I mean, that's that's the stuff of life. For mediocre, I also had uh, Andrew Hawkins, uh, Ruben Drones, and Lawrence Vickers. Ooh, Vick. Yeah, See, Lawrence I actually, Vickers. Lawrence Vickers, I didn't put on the list because he was. Like he wasn't great, obviously, but like you'd almost be like, okay, he was good for what he was, right? He's a good, he's a good fullback. He's yeah, really he was. good for what he was. Him and Terrell Smith. Yeah. Uh, and then nobody, you can't forget the greatest one-two running back punch in the history of of Browns football: um, Terrence West and Isaiah Crowell. Oh, yeah. oh, like, <laughs> remember those? Remember those fifteen minutes where we were like, oh shit, yeah, we have crow. something here. Feed the crow. I forgot Everyone about that. To be fair, crow. like. Had Alex Mack not gotten hurt, I, that could have been a thing that was all good the rest of the year, and then it all just went to shit. Yeah. We started Chris Obanaya for an extended period of time. I, he oh was going to be on my list today, actually, God. and I had to set too many people ahead of him. I, Chris Obanaya, I always names. liked him. Always liked him. We had for mediocre that would have gotten Twitter all around. We had Baker Mayfield, but we didn't want to go there. Oh, oh my yeah. God. Just for the sake of crazy. <laughs> Can we just put that in as your pick, please? <laughs> I don't. I don't That's think they're going to make. I don't think they're going to make the playoffs this year. But I actually, I, I do think they're going to. I think they're going to fucking beat their breaks off in week one. I don't know why. I don't know why. That, feel, that feels like a game where the Browns lose by 20 and it's and it, and hell hell breaks loose. No, I and think actually, the Browns are going to kill them. I really oh, think, you think the Browns that, I think it's the I, I think, I think Brzezka, because it, it almost makes too much sense that they're going to finally break the streak. They're going to win a week one game. They're going to guess like, oh, fuck, can Brissette can get us above 500 until Deshaun gets back. And then they're going to like lose the Jets the next week. Like that just makes yeah. so much sense. That just but feel the right. more the more it turns into a Baker revenge game, the better I feel. I feel like we should change our mediocre to Baker. <laughs> you got any others you want to throw out there real quick for we? Uh, no. Any other names? I think I, I, I think I think we covered a large swath of mediocrity. Yeah, we throughout all, the, all of our bad players were wide receivers. We had Corey Coleman, Dwayne oh Bow, Kenny Britt, Braylon Edwards. Like it was yeah. just all just bad receivers. I, I respect how assholishly bad Dwayne Bow was to the Browns organization. <laughs> 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 Same with with Kenny Britt. Yeah, Kenny Britt, Dwayne yeah. Bow. Yeah. yeah. Mike Holmgren was the exact same thing, but just yeah, actually, a president. Is same Mike Holmgren the biggest piece of shit? Oh, the biggest. He never leaves the chips. golf cart. Like, just yeah. what an asshole. Do you know, Jeff? Do you know as well? The play. Don't call me for playoff tickets. Was at me. He was yelling at me in the in the media room. I was like twenty something years old and pissed him the fuck off because I was like, everybody says this is the same old Browns. It was after. Um, Colt McCoy got destroyed by um, Harrison mm-hmm. out in Pittsburgh. They ran him back on the field. It was a huge mess. They hung Shermer out the drive for like three straight days. It was a huge national controversy. He finally came out to talk, and I was like, the first thing he said, this isn't the same old Browns. And I'm like, what do you say to the fans who would just point at everything in the last week and say, everything looks like the same old Browns, and he couldn't fucking let it go? That was actually like three questions after me. He kept coming back and yelling at me over and over again, and that was the highlight of it. it I like mean, the biggest later. fucking joke, Kai. Like, what? Like, what the fuck, dude? Yeah. Like, didn't even pretend to ever care. Oh. No, he showed up at like twelve thirty every day. It was insane. Smoking just that just, just sounds like a dream job. Puffing heaters and fucking tapping people on the ass. They're gonna have a good ear. They're gonna have a good ear. So they said, "Yeah, what a scumbag." One quick question for you. Uh, do you think that Sean Rogers 2008 is the greatest defensive performance anybody's ever seen? <laughs> I I do love that. I do love that. that that's like that's the question. Like in terms of Browns, like, like is that like is that like the saddest like Browns like like when we have to talk about seasons like that like how like that's 
Look at the stats, though. Look at look at sixty four tackles from a three four nose. I talk about this incessantly. Yes, he does. Unfortunately, he, I'll never I mean, shut up about it. Blocking field goals, blocking, blocking field goals, five sacks. You just don't he, see that from say, a three like, four the nose. Field goals and stuff. Like he yeah. really was like, I, he was great on the like he was great in that small time there. Well, and remember that year, everybody said the knock on Sean Rogers was he'd quit if they were bad, and they were bad that year, and he did not quit. He was Dominated. a fucking monster. That Dominated. Year. Yeah. Jeff, dude, we appreciate you jumping. I know we've kept you over you, which you probably no, no, no. Anyway. I, I love talking Browns, so just any any time. Though I I also like talking Cavs and and good. I'm a, I'm a bit of a Guardians fans don't don't totally love me, but that's what hey, they hate me too. Usually, so I, I just fine. like. I'm sorry. I, if 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 you flash their fucking win loss record in the last ten years, I mean, go fuck yourself. I'll do it all day long. All right, I'll, I'll, I'll do it all day long. We got to go before long. this. But then ends, somebody though. got back at me. They're like, like, oh, this is this you too? And it was me like celebrating the Browns make the playoffs. I'm like, that's totally like, like, my, I'm sorry. My expectations when you win a hundred games is to not fucking lose in the ALDS. Like that. I'm sorry. Like that. I just have a higher expectation when you have a consistently good team. Where the Browns and like and I said, like. Now, when the Browns after the Browns made the playoffs, now I expect more from them. So fuck them too. Jeff is going to cut you off because I'm nothing but good things to say about the Calves. I, I I'm it's going to cut you off because I'm cheap and I don't buy the professional version of Zoom. So I love you. Oh fuck! Yeah, there you go. Thanks, guys. See you, buddy. Thanks, man. <laughs> there you go, Jeff Velo from headquarters. Actually, just let him hang out on the side of us there. Close on that meeting for all. There we go. That was fun stuff. That was, that was, that was, that was just holding stuff. in my response to that last Guardians. <laughs> <laughs> I could. I, I saw. I looked at him like less than a minute left. I'm like, you can't even start. They were, they were gonna go. They were gonna Brian. go. Well, as as we're baseball's Brian. all about when you get hot. Yeah. Like, exactly. As soon as we're done, Brian's gonna be like, "Give me Jeff's number." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I have to send him a text. Yeah. Uh, no, that was good stuff. I think it's funny, and I do think we should. I think we should put Baker Mayfield in for yeah, you guys. No, we'll, we'll change out Quincy God Morgan for Baker Mayfield. When we were whispering, that was me saying, "No, no, no, I don't want that. I don't yeah. want to <laughs> smoke." I knew it would get people fired up. Yeah, so. I think you should. He was my sure. number one. I really considered. Him as well, he was my yeah. I didn't. Even, I actually I still like Baker. I didn't because I do think he lives in that. He lives in the gray area between good and mediocre because of what he accomplished with a team. And I know it wasn't really him in that playoff game so much, but he did win a playoff game with the Browns. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I like a lot of people do want to just attribute that to the defense, but the defense, like, if that game was another four minutes, yeah, <laughs> if that game was another four fucking minutes, they really let them back in. Yeah, they did. Mm-hmm. So there was, I think, a lot of it was Pittsburgh really shitting the bed hard. There were some amazing defensive performances. Don't get me wrong, but then everybody took their foot way off the gas in the second half. Oh yeah. Um, I don't want to get, look, I was going to talk about those fucking Brown signs. I don't want to, we had so much fun in this episode. I don't want to ruin it by talking about you know, those. I got to, I kind of have something to say about it. All right, I, let's I just don't go. get, Let it rip. I don't get the, um, the amount of outrage that they're getting, especially about like the kid being there. Um, if you take your kid to a Browns game period, they're going to hear and see a lot things worse than fuck them hoes, especially if they go to the dog pound. What if it's preseason, having that though? kid period? It's, I it's mean, a preseason, it's a preseason game, preseason so I just com- think it's completely wrong what you're saying. A regular season game, I do completely agree. It is a totally different atmosphere in the preseason, first of all. Second, that is your, he's not just hearing it from someone else. His dad is holding a sign that says, fuck them hoes. And they you ma- know he, he did, made it. He yes. didn't write that. The son didn't. Like his dad yeah. made two of them and was like, yeah. exactly. Buddy, hold this. And, and, the, and the third part of this is because I fucking know who that guy is and he is a giant scumbag piece of shit and, and has he been can't for rap. a really long time. Wow. I didn't even know about the whole rap thing. I just know him from MMA. Uh, that guy can go fuck himself three ways from Sunday. I hate that guy. That makes mm-hmm. sense. Yeah, I, I'm not defending guys. his actions. It, it was more 
I just didn't understand the extra outrage of there being the kid there when it's a Browns game. Like for the most part, and there's been different things that they've tried to do to make it more family friendly, to try and fucking neuter the dog pound. And it's like, no, nobody gives a fuck if we're screaming profanity. Don't bring your sure. goddamn kids here. You brought them into Sodom and Gomorrah. That's yeah. your fucking fault. Do my s- wife talk about it all the time. They're like, my son will ask me, he's five years old, can I go to a football game? And preseason, I'm like, no. yes. Preseason, Maybe preseason, but I'm not going yeah. to a preseason game. I'll take, you, I'll take you as an actor. Like, can I go to a football game? I'm like, no, no, yeah. no. you're not old enough. Yeah, no, I literally didn't take my son until last year. He was 13 years old. It was yeah. his 13th birthday. I was like, this is like your your bat mitzvah. This yeah. is your you're our man now. <laughs> you know, because if you can go to the game, then you can go to the fucking Muni lot too. And he saw some shit in the Muni. The lot. only game yeah. that I went to before I was 18 was a preseason game. And other than that, I mean, it was when I could buy my own tickets. My dad wouldn't fucking take yeah, me. Yeah, no, so. it's, no, it's nutty. Um, fuck, were you just saying that? Blah 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 blah. Uh, I don't want to get into specifics about the guy. Fuck it. I'm not going to actually bury him anymore. I want to hear it off, off air. Yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll tell you off air what there was. And actually, Brown Security reached out to me and was like, because they saw my tweet and was like, hey, do you know that guy's name? And I'm like, I'm not a snitch. So I'm not going to give it to you. You just look at it. It's Somebody made yeah. a TikTok yeah. very much oh, yeah. going through whole, all of his identity. Really? The yeah. whole thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, he was, this is his real name. This is his I, mixed martial arts I record. This is his rap his, career. I called two of his fights for Ohio, Ohio right. Valley Fighting Championships. Yes, I called two of his fights. I'm, as soon as I saw that name, I'm like, I know Scott Weaver. How do I know that fucking wow. name? And I literally called two of his fights back then. That's crazy. Giant scumbag. Damn. Um, and I guess he worked security for the Browns for a little bit. Huh. Oh. Which is even crazier. But I do want to talk about the Oakland A stadium and that dude getting head up in the stands. Yeah, so yeah. That was wild. Which is, and I don't like that the police are going after him. They have no mm. fans there anyways. What are you supposed to do? Exactly. They have the lowest fan rate in baseball. If yeah. your get team sucks dick, <laughs> I should be allowed to get my dick sucked up in the corner of the stadium. <laughs> this, is, this isn't the money ball year. What else yeah. are they going to do? There's, and there's nobody up there to stop him, right? Like that's on you for not staffing properly. Exactly. And I love that they had people all the way around the stadium, like now watching for people getting head at the top. Cause yeah. like, he's going to go try to recreate that. I think it's awesome. Good for good for that guy. I hope they never find him or gets away from it. Yeah, free that, that dude. Yeah, that. I hope this opens up a giant Pandora's box of people trying to fuck creatively <laughs> at the stadium. It's, it's like the new planking challenge. Yeah, yeah. Everybody Let's start it. The, the Barstool <laughs> Cleveland in Public Sports Fuck Challenge. <laughs> Let's do it. This is going to be our Opie and Anthony moment. You're going to you're gonna have to pick me up from East Lake Police Department when you find me at a captain's game, just railing. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, "Sir, we can see you." <laughs> Go, Captain. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. That was the only thing I had to say about that. I thought that was fucking awesome. Though. That yeah, is awesome. Sure. And he was um, definitely getting had. Oh, yeah. There no, was no, no question about that. Did they try to say, like, hey, she was looking for her keys. No, she wasn't. Yeah, no. She was going in. She was. <laughs> and God bless women like that who are just like, yep, yeah, don't care. Put, I want it. You want it. Let's go. You know, you're, it's Oakland. <laughs> it's Oakland this time of year, too. She, he was hot, sweaty. He had stinky nuts. It's public. There's people in that stadium. Granted, there's only a couple thousand of them near him, but there's people in that stadium. That's about it, ass bitch. Yeah. Like that. It's like a like a little kid at the playground. You're like, oh, don't don't put your mouth on that. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Um, I don't know. You guys got anything else? Yeah, we. I, I texted it in earlier. The, the yearly charade. Oh, oh yeah, the yeah, yearly yeah, song yeah. and dance from I the city to, of Cleveland. I wanted to ask Jeff Lowe about that too because I didn't know if he's actually been there for a tailgate. I'm, I bet you yes. Yeah, I think I think yes. I think he said it was like ten years since the last time he's been here. They put out the rules for the Muni lot again, guys. No drinking. Nope. Don't drink down there. I Don't remember take up other parking spaces. That either. my parents, they they because I I had just graduated. Uh, my buddies were setting up tailgates. I, I started tailgating when I was twenty two. So. 
they show me these rules. They're like, they're, they're cracking down on drinking. Like, I don't know. You, like, you should really be careful. And then I get there. All my buddies are like, well, you just put it in the cup. It's fine. And then uh, like other people are coming around going, I hear the cops are really cracking down. And then a cop kicked over my buddy's beer. And he went and he picked it up. He handed it to him. And he goes, I'm sorry. And he gave him a hug. <laughs> I watched that happen with my own eyes. I'm like, well, this is just the most magical place on earth. <laughs> Wait, what did you put the beer in? Huh? What'd you put the beer in? Oh, here we go. What'd you put it in? Oh, God. (laughs) What'd you put it in? Did (laughs) you tell me again what you put it in? Well, if I had an RV, I could just sit inside. No, no, tell me what you put the fucking beer in. You put it in a cup. You're goddamn right. You put it in a cup. Did you grab the beer out of the cooler, too? (laughs) Was the beer in a cooler? It was in a cooler. Goddamn right, it was in a cooler. Fuck you, John Rich. Fuck you. Rock hard right now. I know. Fucking John Rich. He hated, he liked your draft better than mine. <laughs> I know. He was mocking me and I loved it. I loved every second of it. We're going to get John Rich on here soon and we're going to make him draft something crazy. Let's confront him about his review of us. Yes. <laughs> let's no, let's I very it. read it back at him. I loved his review. <laughs> it was hilarious. I was yeah. We were, who, was, who read it out loud yeah, here? I was yeah, sitting right here. I was crying yeah. laughing. Yeah. I read it. That was really Everybody fucking funny. Yeah, that was really, really funny. Because as soon as I saw it, I was like, there's no way he wrote a fucking blog about us. It was awesome. That was yeah. a good day. That was probably the beginning of Gaz going, who the fuck are these people yeah. and why are we talking about that? <laughs> um, do I, oh, do you guys also want a real quick uh, rundown of the Gaz meeting since I brought it up so publicly before? Sure. I was like, it went yeah, very well, right? So we've, we did get to meet with Gaz, president of the company. Uh, uh, he just self-imposed Twitter ban on himself last night, so we'll see how it works out. But um, <laughs> no, he it, the meeting went very well. Uh, as I told Jeff D'Lo earlier, I, he admitted that he f- totally forgot that he hired me. Uh, which is true. He told me they oversee 1,800 plus social media accounts right now. Jesus. And he's the head of all that. So I get it. He's like, I saw the Cleveland numbers growing, but I just never really put two and two together on what that, that was you doing this out there. He's like, also, Dan texted me and he was like, hey, do we got somebody doing content in Cleveland? He's like, I don't think so. He's like, I don't know. I got all these Matt coaches texting me. There's some Cleveland guy here doing something. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, which is funny too, because Dan literally sent me a message right after I got hired, congratulating me, saying he was excited to see what I do. So, um, but I get it. Uh, but it was all all very good. They it's thumbs up to what we're doing, and only bigger and better things ahead. And now we're on their fucking radar, and they're harassing us about how many posts we put out per day. So, yeah. which I had no idea we were supposed to do three per day. So we'll do that. I thought what, we were being what, kind of annoying at one point. Yeah. All these what posts was he up. referring to? Because I try to stay on the three to four with the Instagram. Was it I don't Twitter? know. I don't it know. No, she said the only one that we've done it on this last week is Twitter, and she's wrong because I went back and counted the posts, and it, when we put up. When you just put up the last post today, we were at 21 for the last seven days. It's exa- We try to do three a day, basically. Yeah, I try to do for. at least three to four, depending yeah. on what's she going might on. be talking about the TikTok, well, go fuck yourself. You guys didn't even know we had a TikTok. Yeah. So I just told you like two days mm-hmm. ago. And Jeez. fine, we'll put up four, three TikToks a day. We'll do I don't it care. For you, yeah. yeah, I mean, okay. if, that, if that's the rules, we'll do that. I'm not against it. I just thought I was even mad at the email. I laughed out loud. When I read it, I'm like, they didn't even know who the fuck we were a couple of days ago. Yeah. I haven't answered yet. <laughs> no, I'm going to, it is someone on the social team and I know I've heard about them and it's supposedly very nice, but their job is literally to badger people. Like, why aren't you posting more? Yeah. Anus got this for a while with their, they've done a lot better with social recently Great because they were just fucking pestering them about doing more. So I'm just going to be like, Hey, and I don't really want to throw Derek under the bus because he, but he didn't tell me. He's like, hey, no one ever said three a day, but that's literally what we aim for anyway, but we'll keep yeah. it over three a day. I don't care. That's fine. Yeah, we usually have a clear-cut schedule of nine, 12, two. Yeah, well, here's the other part, too, is we are the only Viceroy account, city account, uh, that is not in the – there's Telegram groups where they just share content and repost all the time for Twitter and Reels. Yeah. We're the only one that's not in there. Hell, yeah. 
because a former uh, coworker of ours here was the one who was in it and took and just left, and all of a sudden we're not in that. Anymore. Uh, he was in it. Yeah, he was in it. He was the one doing that. We had a nice talk about him earlier too. Yeah. So uh, you know, I don't know, but we don't need to be in that shit. I mean, I would, I would like, like to, like just, to. <laughs> just for like extra, just for extra, like, like submission videos every once in a while. We don't have some shit to throw it up on the, the, you know, on the TikTok because yeah. a lot of cities don't have TikToks either. So I don't think it'll help or us out. When in doubt, we'll pull out old trusty and throw that car video up because it hits every, every time. Every fucking <laughs> By the way, and that, that was the most ironic part about it. In the last week that she's referring to, we have a Instagram reel that has 1.5 million now views, 1.5 million plays, and there's over 3 million impressions on that fucking yeah, tweet from last night. I just night. checked that earlier. Over, over 3, 3 million. million. And Wild. Like, we and reached like 600,000 accounts. Yeah, and it's and, and literally there was no like, hey, great job with that. It's just like, Hey, just check in. What's up with the low output this past week? Like, oh, okay. I laughed out loud. Is that right? But I get it. It's people's jobs. Fuck it, we ball. What's up yeah. with that? What what's up with that? Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So am I I'm gonna have a nightmare time piecing this all together, aren't I, Sam? It probably won't be fun. All right. Well, I should probably get a head start on that. Uh great job, guys. Um, subscribe, leave us five stars. Go follow Jeff D Lowe on Twitter and Instagram as well. Very yeah, good guy. Uh yeah, and he tweets about Cleveland sports all the time. It so a uh, shout out to him. He's really has been the biggest supporter of ours besides him and Dante for sure. But it was him who reached out to me and was like, let me come on the pod. Yeah, Let's do a sure. Browns. I'm awesome. excited out, for the Browns. Let's check go, out the man. dozen trivia. Shit's really good. Hell yeah. He left me off Hell the fucking host. squad this year. So we can go fuck himself stuff. on that front. But you know, that's all right. Well, we're just one baby steps. One at a time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? One at a time. Uh, Brian, where are you going to be at? You got any comedy coming up? I do. I'll be at, uh, I'll be in Lorraine. Say it. Say it. Lorraine. Lorraine. I'll be in Lorraine on Wednesday at uh, Devil something. Known hot spot. Speak of the Devil. It's called Speak of the Devil. Mike Farrell's running it. Me, Jimmy Graham, James Burge Jr. Um, And then I will be in Clyde, Ohio. The ninth. Um, I got offered something better and have been pumping Clyde up for so long on here that I turned it down. Hell yeah. Um, the people of Clyde, Clyde deserve some entertainment. Goddamn right. No I'll be in this, Warren, Ohio on the 30th. That you will, you know. I'll be at Hilarities on the 23rd and 24th. I don't know. I'll be at Hilarities a bunch. I feel Just bad I missed me. Ryan Dalton up there and him throwing out the first pitch at the Guardians game. Yeah, I, I couldn't make that. that. I wish I could. And he's back in LA. So he, he had a great first pitch, too. He did. Yeah. Effortlessly painted yeah. the outside corner. Yeah. It's very nice. Impressive. He said he was out practicing like an hour. Oh, I bet. Yeah. He took that very seriously. I understand that. Um, uh, Nick, were you doing comedy at soon? Uh, I actually canceled my Clyde show because I got something better. You took my shit. (laughs) But then I canceled that. I'm going back to Clyde. You can't take it. They have no idea how much we pumped that up <laughs> oh on here. They have no fucking clue. I hope 8,000 people show I up. I cannot show. wait to tell the guy that books the show. I've been talking about this a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Can you make us a sizzle reel of all the Clyde cuts, Sam? Sam's with Sam Clyde camera, cut yeah. and make it a compilation and send it to him. Um, so I actually uh, am going to fuck a guy named Clyde this weekend. Yeah. So that's Drexler. Yeah, well, it's not going to be Drexler. I'm working my nope. way up there. Yeah. Right. Go on. <laughs> fucking yeah. different Clyde's until you get to the boss Clyde? Yeah, basically. <laughs> Working my way up the Clyde ladder. It's like Mortal Kombat where you just keep going up the ladder. And it's just Clyde Drexler's fucking giant dong at the top of it. Yeah, I'll get there someday. Clock, you have a couple videos coming out here soon. Yep. Uh, I People, I can't wait for people to see the Malarkey's thing. Oh my God. It's fucking hilarious. Sam, it's crazy right. content. You got it up? Or not no, up, not but yet. You got it. I want to watch it. They're working their way through it. 
By the yeah, way, if you made it this far, you get the secret reveal. Barstool Cleveland shirts drop on Thursday. This is one of them. Hold on. We did clean. Yep. We just shot, shot the commercial today in a crazy fucking spot. Yep. So uh, hopefully, I mean, it's going to be super cheesy, but hopefully it's funny and it hits well on Thursday. You'll see the <laughs> cheesy drop. and stuff. And so, oh, there you go. Oh. Shout, you know what? Shout out to fun and stuff. Fuck it. I'll tell you, because they were awesome. They didn't make us pay for anything. They just let us do everything for free. Yeah. Mary-Kate's text about fun and stuff today made hilarious. me laugh so hard. By the way, intern Mary-Kate so almost destroyed a little Jewish girl running through oh the- Oh, my God, you yes. You know, like the bags that hang and you run through the obstacle yeah. course? She comes running through to be on video, and this little girl just heads. It was like Oklahoma drill. <laughs> we almost got our unintentional yeah. Oklahoma. And drill. I was like, no, 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 no. And the little girl goes, yeah. One more thing. Did you guys see that uh, Magic Johnson got ball sex sports today? Yes, he did. Yeah. He, did. No. he released they, a statement on a ball sex sports. They put up a tweet about nice. him donating blood, and Magic Johnson <laughs> tweeted, "I have never donated." And all the replies are like, "Why not, Magic?" So funny. <laughs> uh, Twitter shit, is one of a kind. Yes, it is. Uh, I can't wait for Twitter to explode tomorrow when they see Baker Mayfield as your mediocre pick. Yep. Very, very happy about that. Uh, by the way, predictions right now on who won? Probably uh, me. And Nick. We didn't run back. You want to run back through the picks real quick? Yeah, we can before go get off here. How so, long do we have before that has to be resetted again? All right, perfect. All right, we're good. Jeff Lowe's got the O2 versus Falcons run Willie run as his game. Mm-hmm. He's got Baker Philly special as his moment. Jeff Garcia is his bad player. Dennis Northcutt is a mediocre player, and Josh Cribbs is a good player. That's a solid draft. Solid, solid. I think Jeff Garcia might hurt him. Will has uh, Joe Thomas as his good. Uh, Dawson's uh, Doink versus the Ravens as his game, where they won it. William Green as his mediocre. Josh Gordon is his bad, and Billy Manziel is his moment. That's a strong draft. That's a strong draft. Solid, 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 solid. Brian's got Nick Chubb as his good. Snap over Roethlisberger's head is the moment. Uh, Thursday night, 2009 versus Steelers is his game. That one's a, probably a little too... Eric Steinbeck is mediocre, and then I, I don't hold on. I don't even know how I'm going to make a graphic for that. I'll I'll so edit it and stuff. Do like for uh, what? Which no, one? for your Thursday night Steelers game? You can just put like the I'll find a the scoreboard. There, there's a picture of Roethlisberger on the ground. It it won't hit like that. Yeah. That it's too obscure. I I think I'm out. But like that game meant a lot. And then to me. for his bad, I did write Steady Steve Hyden on there for you. I like there that. we go. Steady Steve. And then uh, Team Click, which is me and Clock, we got the playoff win versus Steelers is our game. That's big. Greg Little is our bad. Phil Dawson is our great. Baker Mayfield is our mediocre, and Odell reverse touchdown versus Cowboys. I think I'm locking this thing up. You guys, you guys would have won it with. Quinn. I think ours is pretty good. You'd have I been. You say that every time. Quincy Morgan, but people are going to be furious that yeah, they it's put the same Baker thing Mayfield. You said about coolers, and nobody fucking likes coolers. Uh, <laughs> I won the draft with Courtney John. You are so go fuck so yourself. satisfied with your cooler and cup draft. Goddamn I think right. I got he in the back. It up. Like, so yeah. many, like four yeah. picks later, coolers. Goddamn right. I think he just kept going deeper into it and explaining it. We're like, we fucking yeah. get it. Do you need me to tell you some more about why coolers are so essential? Do it until the camera dies. All right, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you're just going to run it off. All right, we'll yeah, talk to you guys later. Draft. In the week. Solid draft.